Super Movie Bowl coming at you with a bonus stage! Hey guys, Peter here again with another bonus stage episode. This is going to be about the movie Lost River from 2014. This was written and directed by Ryan Gosling. Music was done by Johnny Jewell, who I knew from uh, Bronson and Drive doing the music. That was some pretty cool stuff. Uh, With this movie, I guess right off the bat, I'll just say I liked about 98% of it. There were a few things I didn't really like. One glaring thing that I did not like is animal cruelty in films. I feel it's very cheap. It's in bad taste. I feel a little talked down to or insulted, which I'll get into a little bit more later on. Um, I just wanted to go ahead and mention that off right away. If you haven't seen this movie, it does have a weird uh, animal cruelty scene in it. I love the names in this movie. Uh, Billy, Bones, Rat, Bully, Dave, Cat, Frankie, face, they were just all one word that describes them. And I, I don't know, it seems like it could be corny or stupid, I guess, for some people, but I, it kind of worked for me. I, I really liked it in this world, in the context here. Uh, before I go much further, I should say, I guess uh, Spew's not around to do his spoiler alert thing, so let me give you a spoiler alert that there will be spoilers. I'm not going to go through the whole movie or anything, but just some of the stuff I'm going to talk about is stuff you wouldn't know unless you did watch it. So uh, right away, I'll say the first 20 minutes or so were a bit long. I feel like it could have been a lot shorter. could have been condensed in the first bit there. Just to over, you know, overall shorten the movie would have been a little better, a little tedious there. Uh, it was funny that they used real people from the area during the movie. Like as an example, a guy moving out at the beginning of the movie uh, and the old lady at the gas station uh, that dances with Matt Smith. Uh, they were both real people that were just in the area that they used. So that was kind of funny, I thought. Uh, Christina Hendricks, uh, last few things I've seen her in, uh, Drive, Happen Leonard, and then this, uh, she kind of plays a trailer trash, you know, white trash, lady of low class <laughs> sort of a person, and, uh, that works for me with her. <laughs> um, if she was cast as a sultry or seductive, uh, person in a more traditional way, I don't think it, I, I, I it wouldn't work for me, I wouldn't believe it. So there's my little moment of truth for this episode. Uh, I think she's a capable actress. I just don't really believe her as uh, the the white trash thing works. Anyway, um, for a couple of things I really liked about the movie, I thought the uh, club that she goes and works at, I thought that was really cool. Um, Not sure about the shells, though, when she got in the shell and was doing the whole thing there. It was a little stupid, maybe. Not real sure how I feel on that. Um, It's actually been a little bit, uh, a couple weeks now since I've watched this, and I still don't really know how I feel about that one. Christina Hendricks has an act on stage at the club she's working at where she's cutting her face off. That was awesome, I thought. It was filmed beautifully. It was, for the content, for the subject matter, it was very pretty beautiful scene kind of i i really enjoyed that one i thought that was really cool for kind of the the horror fans out there will like that one uh the visuals of the buried town and the abandoned zoo that had a road that led right to it i thought was very cool uh there were some other visual cues in this that were great uh the water and fire used as opposites a lot to kill each other 
uh, as you know, part of that, uh, something from the water, uh, a dinosaur, you know, prehistoric, has to break the curse of the fire. The the kid uh, bully who is burning the place up, and then that fire starter bully, he dies drowning and burning. And I thought that was pretty cool because he's got his head in the water and he's burning up on top of the on his car there. That was I thought that was a fitting end. Um, the cabbie with the American dream, he kind of ended up being the savior. I thought he was kind of cool as the grounded good guy to help out the moral compass in a way, I suppose. Uh, something I'd picked up on towards the beginning was that the son bones, he was, uh, stripping copper from the houses to help get money for his mom to pay for things. I was like, oh, he's stripping for money. That's kind of funny. He's also being hunted by someone who wants to take his money because they think it's theirs. So basically, Bully, who was trying to steal it, was his pimp, kind of in an abstract sort of a way. And then, to go along with that, his mom starts working at a club that you would normally immediately start thinking, stripping, (laughs) to keep with, you know, normal society rules. But no, she is entertaining people, doing art, yet being violent. I thought this was interesting, because I just felt that she and her son sort of had oppositely done roles for this, uh, versus the standard cliched story. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. Um, It was a bit art student in a way, I suppose, if you want to look at it, because it was like kind of clever, but thrown in your face at the same time. Um, I don't want to be too hard on it, but I sort of wonder if some art student has done a better version of this at somewhere and some time that we would just never know about because they're not Ryan Gosling. Not to be mean, I like Ryan Gosling, but you know, that's kind of the truth. Uh, I read through some negative reviews of the movie after finishing it. I wanted to see if anybody could sway me that way. That's what I usually do. I don't like to take everything, you know. I like to kind of get both sides of everything. So uh, all of the write-ups that were hating it, I felt, were very juvenile. They were only half paying attention to the movie at best. Uh, I'm not saying this will change your life or be the, your favorite movie of the year or anything that maybe you missed. I mean, it's from 2014, it's so not of the year, but you know what I mean. Um, but its place in cinematic history, I think, should be uh, reserved. It's uh, simply, it was a directorial debut by a well-liked, well-known actor, and it wasn't bad, uh, really, at all. I thought it was pretty good. Um, Ryan Gosling's definitely had some influence placed upon him by working with uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, um, but I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. You know, that's my opinion. I, I like their movies together. I like uh, his movies. So that's not a bad thing at all. Uh, the one last piece that I mentioned at the beginning that I want to say that's negative, stop it with the freaking animal cruelty in movies. I think it's a cheap shot at an emotional grab that you know will work. And apparently you can't do anything better with the scene or the character to get a reaction out of me um, as the viewer. And I think it's a bit insulting. I think it's lowbrow. I think it's ultimately unnecessary. And you can accomplish the same thing with general creepiness and violence towards human characters that is acceptable to most of us, you know, I believe. <laughs> So that's just, you know, my thoughts on it. Uh, Let me know if you've seen this one, if you have a different opinion or take on it. I believe Max seen this one and thinks different. So we'll see, you know, if you want to chime in, let us know. He might have your back on this one. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at SuperMovieBall or email us at SuperMovieBall at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone.